This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning. I will remind you it is a day of giving and uh, for, for us here at Newhoff and for me personally, it's a day of giving to the Danville Public Library. So you can hear all about that uh, over on DNL uh, with Tommy on his show and uh, then uh, an event that happens tonight, I think at five at the library. <laughs> Mr. Hulvey's going to be reading the uh, Silverstein book if he can make th- make it through there without uh, breaking down. And uh, so if you can give, uh, the library is a jewel in our community, and, and we're awfully proud of it. We really are. So that said, we're also uh, proud of all the things that are coming up in the city of Danville for the holidays. So with me this morning is Community Relations Coordinator? Uh, administrator. Administrator, okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I told her I'd get it wrong. <laughs> Ashton Greer is here with us. and uh, So good morning and thanks for being here. Yeah, good morning. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to talking to you because as I told Ashton, this was the position I always wanted somebody to create in the city and then I was going to go for it really big time because <laughs> I always wanted to do it. But you get to do it. Yes. It is a brand new position. It yes. has never existed before, although it's been needed for a very long time. So mm-hmm. Congratulations on Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. So what's it been like? Uh, how long have you been in the position and uh, how's it been? You're creating something as you go. Yeah. So it's been, I think, three and a half months now and it, it feels like longer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it feels like much longer. It has been very rewarding, um, exhausting, and honestly, I I was telling Linda before we actually came on air that it feels like it feels like a true honor because the uh, just the it's a great responsibility but there's a great opportunity with that responsibility to really make a difference here in Danville and um, I definitely feel the weight of that and I feel also the reward and the joy of that at the same time. So what are your specific goals? What are you really, I mean, I know you're, you're involved in all kinds of things we're going to mm-hmm. talk about. Yeah. All the amazing things that are happening in the city for the, for the holidays. But beyond that, what is your actual, what are your actual goals yeah. uh, in this position? So the, there's, a, I would say there's probably four primary goals. So one is just communications with citizens. So whether that be Facebook or Instagram, our website content, press releases, just helping citizens understand what's going on within our local city government, how our local city government works, um, upcoming events, things like that. Um, Also, the downtown area is a huge focus area for me and working on First Friday events, which are events that take place on the first Friday of every month in downtown Danville to bring people into the heart of the city and to create experiences for them that are meaningful and that really just brighten Danville Mm -hmm. in general. And then also, uh, I have been tasked with assisting neighborhood associations, which is something that I haven't gotten really deep into because of diving into Fall Festival and diving into um, Potter Fest and now the holidays. <laughs> um, but I'm really excited to kick off the new year with a focus on neighborhood associations. Um, and then, you know, all, I mean, I mentioned the Fall Festival, but there are other events outside of downtown Danville events that I also will be working on and even events within the city internally. So, um, like, you know, holiday events for, uh, city employees and just, uh, the culture internally as well as a focus of mine. Yeah. 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 So definitely not going to get bored. No, <laughs> no. 
know. I from the day I started, the the pile of work on my desk, it's just it never it never shrinks, but it's also like it's motivational for me because there's always something meaningful to pull and to work on. So well, and and uh, as Ashton and I were um, sharing when I said when when I went to the health department when I left WIAI and went to the health department, that was for a position that hadn't existed before. So I know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. And Laker invested in me the 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 ability to take that and run with it and create an opportunity to. Uh, engage the public in public health mm-hmm. and to help the community understand what public health was about. And that was my big challenge. And mm-hmm. it was particularly challenging when I didn't know anything about public health. So I learned a lot. <laughs> it was a, yes. it was a great learning opportunity. And I'm sure you're doing that too. Yeah, it, it definitely feels like that. I did know, I feel like as an av- like an, I knew the amount about government as an average citizen probably knows, but then coming in and learning more about city council and how decisions are made and the budget process and aldermen and, you know, just all the different departments of the city and what they do. I have learned so much. And now, you know, as I learn, it's really cool because I get to find creative ways to share that information with the the public. So let's talk a little bit. How did the fall festival go? And how have the first Friday events been? The fall festival was, I had to pull that together, I think, in like three weeks. I was going to say, it came up fast. I I mean, I started, and then three weeks later was the fall festival. And honestly, I could not be happier with how it went. We weren't able to have live music this year. Uh, We weren't able to have like the beer tent and some of those things that maybe would have taken a lot longer to pull together. But the turnout was awesome. The food vendors were great. The the craft vendors and all the different, you know, all the different vendors and the produce vendors and the you know the farmers market got involved and honestly i mean the crowds were great and the event i think was a huge success it's good yeah so how have the first friday events been because that's always been an interesting project Mm -hmm. because you want to bring everybody to downtown on a friday night and Mm -hmm. the summer and enjoy some music and conversation and they've always been popular but they've kind of been a roller coaster of attendance it's kind of varied so how'd yeah. it go this year, and especially after coming off of COVID? Yeah, so Potter Fest was the first, first Friday that I really dove into. And we had easily over 3,000 people in attendance. Isn't we had cool? We had people from uh, uh, bigger communities. So I know there are people over from Urbana, Savoy, Decatur, um, ran into different people who weren't from Danville that came over for it. And I mean, there were definitely a few kinks in Potter Fest, but I think that every year, I mean, it keeps the building. And I think this year was a really really successful. I was so happy with how it turned out and just the involvement from the local businesses in downtown Danville. And the, the library. The library. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say the Jennifer, library. Jennifer and the staff at the library, Jessica and all the staff at the library worked so hard on that event. It was amazing. I mean, they, they were really amazing. did. And yeah. it was just wonderful. I, w- I went into the library, you know, at the end, not the end of the night, but like towards the end of the night when I finally had a moment to breathe and I walked through and I was just so impressed with everything they had done. Yeah. So I was thankful for that. It's things like that that, again, I think one of the things we, um, I don't know, it's a double-edged sword. It's a small town, mm-hmm. but it's not that small. Right. Um, it's kind of, it's and perfect so size. things happen and people tend to talk more about the negative stuff yeah. than they do about the, the positive stuff. And that just seems to be human nature right now. We do mm-hmm. that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been But a there's a lot of things about, of <laughs> about the community that are, that are going on and are being planned. Yeah. Yeah, that can make you glad you live here, even though we still have a lot of work to do on a lot of different things. Absolutely. Yeah. Our next First Friday event is actually coming up this Friday. So the first Friday in December. 
And we have planned some really fun things for downtown. So we have horse-drawn carriage rides in downtown Danville from 1 to 5. And then we have the Holiday Bazaar, which is at the County Administration Building this year. It's kind of a change. But we'll have shopping downtown Friday all day from noon to 8 p.m. And then also the Night of Lights Parade is taking place. So I was just going to ask you about that. All kinds and of I stuff. And I think you guys got some new decorations. Did you get new? new? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the city, we, we were able to purchase commercial lighting for downtown Danville. So we invested in some um, locally made uh, commercial decorations for downtown Danville that have at, at least a six year warranty on everything that we bought. Good. And we're really excited to build upon that. And uh, downtown looks beautiful if you haven't driven through at night. From 5 p.m., the lights are on and it's so pretty. Well, and I remember when Shelly was here and, and all the work she did downtown mm. and she got those um, uh, the cascading lights. Cascading lights. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody just went nuts because so they were so pretty. pretty. We got them again. <laughs> yeah, we got them again. I, I, honestly, because everywhere I went, people were like, "When are we gonna get those lights?" I back? know everybody loved them. I know. <laughs> when are we getting those back? And I was like, "I don't, I don't know." And so I started looking into it, and it was hard to source those. Yeah, honestly, those are hard to find. They're very popular, um, but they do add so much. And you know, they were actually back ordered, and so we didn't get all of the ones that we ordered. We are short about a third of what we ordered <laughs> but we still put them on the trees and made it look great and the next year we'll have even more absolutely absolutely yeah. we're gonna go break and talk more about what all's coming up we'll do that in just a moment on newsmakers 1490 wdan 1490 wdan welcome back to newsmakers 1490 wdan Linda Bolton in the studio this morning with Ashton Greer, who is Community Relations Administrator mm-hmm. for the City of Danville. That's a new position. And she's kind of your connection to what's going on at City Hall. Uh, and we asked her to come this morning and talk a little bit about that new p- position that she's creating as she goes along. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as what all is happening in, in the uh, community for the holidays. Now, you mentioned the Parade of Lights. Let's talk about that. Yep. So that's actually this week on Friday at 6 p.m. in downtown Danville. Uh, Vermilion Advantage, the city of Danville, and Downtown Danville, Inc. are co-sponsoring this. So the three of us have come together to work on bringing this back to the community. Uh, we have nearly 50 floats registered. Oh, great. Uh, we that's have wonderful. a dozen sponsors. It has been so well received. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. I'm so excited about just the turnout. We weren't sure what to expect this year. Um, yeah, so come downtown. The announce- the announcements this year will be from underneath the marquee. So the mayor is actually announcing as the floats come by, and we're setting up under the Fisher marquee, and the Fisher's providing the sound system for that, and they're just showing a movie afterward, and they're, uh, they're offering, like, hot cocoa and different, you know, different yummy foods and things. So stop by the Fisher if, you, uh, if, you're, if you're downtown after the parade for some goodies and for their movie, too. So what else is going on between yeah. now and, and uh, Christmas, New Year's? Yeah. What other things do you have going on? So also on Friday, Friday and Saturday, downtown Danville is the Holiday Bazaar at the County Administration Building. So this is local craft vendors selling really unique gifts and items. We have over 20 vendors that will be at the County Administration Building. So if you stop by there, if you want to do some unique holiday shopping this weekend, that's a really exciting thing. And then also on Friday this week from 1 to 5 p.m., the city is sponsoring horse-drawn carriage rides through downtown Danville. So if you just want to stop by, um, the pickup's going to be at the corner of Harrison and Vermilion. So... We're the county administration building, the Fisher, that corner there. 
uh, there's going to be two carriages running consecutively. So you can just, you know, come by and take a horse-drawn carriage ride. The weather's supposed to be really nice, not too cold. So that's exciting. And then on Saturday, this Saturday, Santa will be at Temple Plaza from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So if you want to stop by and uh, all the boys and girls can visit Santa, that's exciting too. I think the uh, museum may have their open house going on too. I'm not hmm. sure. I, did I, I have not to check the that. dates. Don't don't quote me on that. Sue has uh, had talked about that. Maybe next week. I'm not sure. I've lost track. Yeah. <laughs> but things to to check out for sure and and see what's going on. Just go on uh, online and and you'll can find out the dates for sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, what are you looking down the road toward after the first of the year? I mean, uh, mm-hmm. the excitement of Christmas, Hanukkah, et cetera, et cetera, uh, Merry Everything yeah. is great. Yeah. But then that all folds up mm-hmm. on December 31st or so. Yeah. And January 1st, you start a new year, and it's usually <sighs> that time where everybody goes, eh. Yeah. So yeah. What, are you, what are you looking at down the road? Um, so I personally am actually looking forward to uh, that downtime. Um, I haven't had really a lot of a lot of time to really even catch my breath since I started in this position. So I'm looking forward to, I believe, in the importance of white space at work. <laughs> and, ha- and honestly, having time to be creative and to really think about the decisions you're making. And that's not something that I've had a lot of since I began. So I'm looking forward to the calm. I'm hoping that it's a little calm. Um, <laughs> it's a little calm. <laughs> I'm really hoping that. I'm asking for a lot. Um, but I I actually have an entire schedule of 2022 First Friday events planned already. So uh, right now we're working on sponsorships for First Fridays. And then very soon, probably, a, you know, end of December, I'll be, I'll kind of be doing a big reveal for all the First Friday events for 2022. Uh, yeah. So there are some really exciting things planned, some partnerships with local restaurants, a partnership with the Fisher. There's um, just some really cool, fun downtown, downtown events. Uh, we have a partnership with the local yoga instructors that are going to help us with them, some things downtown. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah. There, 2022 is going to be, um, I'm hoping, kind of laying the foundation for what First Fridays can look like in our city and creating some really cool traditions. So that's what that's what I'm most excited about. And then also getting really hitting neighborhood associations hard, getting to know all the leaders, bringing everybody together and finding out how I can support them the best. Absolutely. Yeah. I was trying to look up that date for sure. And I, of course, can't, can't find, find it, it because I'm old and feeble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so so neighborhood associations, I think, will yeah, be... Yeah, I think it is this weekend. ...will anyway. be really... Um, is a really important part of our community, you know, neighbors knowing each other and supporting I was each talk, other. I want to talk a little bit about uh, the neighborhood association thing. You know, that's one of those things that for years has been on again, off again. Mm-hmm. When it has been going and when the city has been supportive of it and the aldermen have been supportive of it, and that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that to every alderman mm-hmm. um, because it's extremely important to be involved yeah. in those neighborhood associations. Um, that really is helpful to people. Mm-hmm. It gives them a place to have a voice, yeah. I think. It gives them a place to ask questions, I think. Mm-hmm. And it makes them, I think, feel better about their community yeah. when they're engaged in, an, in a group like that. Right. At least I've never found anything negative about it. I really haven't over the years. No, I don't think there's negatives at all. I think the difficulty, though, is um, for 
from my observation, the younger generation, my generation, is not involved in this way. We rely on social media more to connect with our neighbors. And so coming together, especially since the pandemic, um, but even before then, for my generation, I think that's less likely. And also for like for people like me, when you have young children, how do you find time in an evening to come together when your kids are at events? And there's more and more of that. And I think it's one of the biggest challenges we face. Mm -hmm. But it's not just us. It's every community. Yep. The, the younger folks have so many things to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My kids are so busy. And my generation, <laughs> you know, we just, we did too, but mm-hmm. we just automatically responded and said, okay, I'll do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Y'all are a little bit more picky about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I not mean, that that's a bad thing. Yeah. It's just that you view life differently. So mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. It's finding the way to make it work. So I think service right. clubs. Yeah. Uh, volunteer organizations mm-hmm. um, and neighborhood associations, that whole concept kind of has a different edge to it now. And, and everybody's kind of mm. struggling to figure out how do we make this work? Yeah, I think my generation has been kind of like, uh, I'm trying to think of the way to say this, but one of the mantras, I guess, of our generation is self-care. Yeah. Protecting your we, time. We didn't know those right? words. <laughs> right. Self-care. Protecting your t- protecting your time. Protecting your family. Prioritizing yeah. you. Making sure that, you know, making sure you're not saying yes to everything. And I, I think that, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm not um, knocking it at all. I'm just yeah. saying it's interesting in the differ- dif- difference in the generations. Yes. And sometimes I look at that and think it's because you all saw what we were doing and said, I'm not doing it. Well, yeah, it's exhausting, right? And it's yeah. not, I don't know. And there's I, nothing I wrong with it. self-care. I think it's a cool thing. It's just that it's uh-huh. a boring concept to my generation. Uh-huh. Because we just said, okay, how well, high do you want us to jump? And, you well, know, went out there and did it. Yeah. So it's an interesting change that's uh-huh. evolving. Nothing wrong with it. We just have to figure out how to make it work. And I think mm-hmm. that's the big challenge. Yeah. And even how do if we make things possible? Even if you're practicing self-care, you still have to think, you know, it does take a village. It does. And we do need to know our neighbors and we do need to be there for other people. And it's easy to kind of hold up, I think, and just think about your unit. Well, but I think that we need to think beyond ourselves a little more than we do. Well, and I think COVID contributed a lot to that, quite frankly. Oh, COVID, I mean, COVID it, changed All of a sudden, everything. it was okay yeah. to stay home and not do something. Right. And, and now people are like, this is kind of nice. Like, yeah, this like, is... Well, I don't think I really want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'll stay in. Thanks for asking. We're going to yeah. go to break and be back in just a moment. <laughs> the Newsmakers, 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning, and I am with Ashton Greer, who is the Community Relations Administrator for the City of Danville. Um, And we're talking about all the wonderful things that are going to happen between now and the end of the year with uh, the holidays, the the Parade of Lights is this weekend. Mm -hmm. We have... um, is you have the holiday bazaar yeah holiday bazaar mm-hmm. at the county administration building friday and saturday and that's friday and saturday and friday night you have the music the parades friday night the parades like, that's it the parade is friday mm-hmm. night i knew there was on friday night yes uh, <laughs> and that's something you certainly want to see because they've got some new decorations and they have multiple trees on the kresge lot which yeah. as i understand it are pretty it's stunning beautiful. so you want to check that mm-hmm. out it's so nice. We all love lights. We do. Yes. Um, but we were talking about down the road 
And one of the things that that uh, Ashton's going to focus on is the recreation or uh, renovation of neighborhood associations, which are so important to the community. Mm-hmm. One of the things that is so much harder today, we were talking about, you know, schedules and being available and just not wanting to be out there, wanting to be home. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember years ago talking to Captain Cannon, um, who was with the Vermont County Sheriff's Department, about crime, especially out in rural communities, but crime in general. And I will never forget him telling me, Linda, the crime increases as we fail to know our neighbors. Mm. We used to, And I think about my, my grandmother and grandfather Laird over at uh, 1405 North Robinson. You know, during the summer, we were on their front porch all the time. Mm-hmm. And we'd see the neighbors and we'd talk to them. And that was a common thing. Yeah. Now everybody's so busy. So I live on Vermilion Street, and, and everybody's door is in a different direction. Mm-hmm. So I don't see people coming in and out, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it changes the atmosphere and the communal spirit yeah. that used to exist with neighborhoods. So a neighborhood association is a good way to rekindle that if you can get people to come and be part of it. Yeah. That's the challenge. Yeah, I think I think you're right, though, because uh, we just moved into our neighborhood about a year ago. And I think I've only met three or four of my neighbors, uh, which is great, kind of crazy. There's there's neighbors across the street from me that, you know, I don't know their first name. And I think um, neighborhood associations do help with that. You know, you it's, it's a it's a it's an un, it's a way that's not awkward everybody's supposed to be there. You get to meet people in your community. Um, and I think that, you know, the saying of see something, say something, we hear that all the time. If you see something, you say something. I think in a neighborhood association or knowing your neighbors, if you see suspicious activity or something's concerning you, you can make the group aware and your neighborhood as a whole can be looking for and watching for, exactly. you know, things that you don't want in your neighborhood. And I think that that's a really, really important part of neighborhood association. Yeah, as well as that, just that whole general getting to know the people who live around you so mm-hmm. that fine line between being nosy and <laughs> knowing people. Yeah. But it does matter. Yeah. So if you see a strange car, you, you realize, right. yeah, I'm not so right. sure that's right. Yeah. Maybe so ask your neighbor, do you know out. this yeah, person? Yeah. Do you know call. what this is about? Or, um, so you're looking at that down the road. What else after the first of the year? The little yeah. focus on neighborhood associations. What else are you? Uh, well, you know, the fall festival is going to be here again before we know it. So <laughs> my, I'm actually already thinking about it because I have some ideas for improving it, for making it um, a little bigger maybe, uh, maybe a little different. So I'm, I'm looking at some things for that. And then also the first Friday events for downtown Danville for 2022. I was just going to say, you'll be putting that schedule together, right? Yeah, that 2022 first Friday events. Um, the schedule is planned. The events are planned. Nothing is super set in stone, but I have kind of a general idea every month of what kind of activity we're going to be offering um, in downtown Danville. And the goal for these is is that they're low cost, um, accessible to nearly anybody, and so with most of our events, we've made them free. Um, a couple of them do have small um, costs associated with them, but the majority of downtown Danville events, our first Fridays are actually free of charge and open to the public. So we're just hoping that it's a fun experience for anybody that anybody that wants to attend. Absolutely. And retail development, boy, it's it's tough. If it's small business is the backbone of our economy. Yeah. That and, and agriculture. But boy, it's hard right now. I know, uh, um, and and there's so much that needs to be done in the downtown area. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever going to be. You know, we 
we see the pictures of what it was like in 1956 and there were <laughs> wall-to-wall cars mm-hmm. and people out strolling uh, and shopping at night and all that. That's beautiful. That's mm-hmm. lovely. Yeah. That's Ozzie and Harrietville. That's that's great. Beautiful. Yeah. But the reality is it's probably not coming back. Mm. And we've just taken a farther step down the road with online yeah. So that's a big load for all of you to keep people coming downtown to experience it. I think we just have to get creative as far as what, what we put in those buildings. I think that there is a culture developing downtown, especially with thrifting, um, with some of the bars. There's a lot of nightlife. There's some great We're places there. to eat. I it's, think it's I slow. really think that that we just have to keep um that that idea of what a downtown can be now. It will be different, but I think it can still be really, really amazing. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Thanks for all you're doing. Yeah. Again, so Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. What time should we be down there? It starts at 6 p.m. I would get there, you know, about a half hour earlier, get your lawn chairs, get your seats. The weather's supposed to be really nice. Um, You know, the roads will be blocked off, so you have to park um, a little bit away. So plan, plan on that. And, um, yeah, I'd say to get down there by 530. I think so. Then stop by so. the Holiday Bazaar afterward at the county Absolutely. administration building. Absolutely. Ashton, thanks for being here. We will talk to you again down the road Yeah. Uh, as we keep this momentum going. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Uh, join us tomorrow. Jacqueline Vinson will be on the Zoom talking about public housing, where we're at with that, what's going on out, out there. So join us tomorrow. And don't forget the day of giving for the library. For Newsmakers 1490 WDAN, I'm Linda Bolton. Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.